0: outcomes rocket listeners no podcast no problem launch a professional podcast you'll love in four weeks most people hire production companies to edit and distribute content that sounds bad and does nothing for their revenue or their network but you could turn the key to a made-to-order podcast and skip all the pitfalls that make 90 percent of shows discontinue after five episodes we've got the expertise the elbow grease and you're back on this one Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the privilege of hosting the outstanding Tom Pellegrin. He's the Senior Vice President and Chief Revenue Officer at Convey Health Solutions. He's responsible for Convey's market growth, brand, and marketing. Tom has over 25 years of business development experience in the healthcare markets related to payer technology and operations. Prior to Convey, Tom was the founder and CEO of MD Innovate, an organization focused on providing primary care services and improved patient care coordination through innovative delivery models. As an Optimity Advisor partner, Tom provided expertise related to state and federal health exchanges, and payer enrollment, and billing technology and operations. Before OptiMity Advisors, Tom was VP of Enterprise Sales for Benefit Focus. Tom was instrumental in expanding their payer markets footprint and founding the Government Programs Group, and one of the earliest providers to serve the state and federal health exchange marketplaces. He's a wealth of knowledge, and uh, the work that they're doing in healthcare is, is extraordinary, specifically in the, in the Medicare space. And uh, I'm excited to have him here today. So, so, Tom, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thanks all. I appreciate it. Look forward to
0: it. Absolutely. And so, Tom, before we dive into the work that you guys do at Convey Health Solutions, tell us a little bit about you. What, what inspires your work in healthcare? What keeps your fire going?
1: Yeah, the um, the industry itself is something that I, I've always been passionate about. So I, I view myself Saul, as a student of the industry. I've I've been in it for as you mentioned twenty five years, but it's actually a little north of that now. So it's been a while. And Amazing. what's interesting about the, <laughs> yeah, what's interesting about the industry is that it has so many different facets. It's so complicated, and there's so many different stakeholders involved. And for me, it's been something that I have really enjoyed to be a part of, just in the, the different aspects, the different facets of the market, the different facets of how it serves the consumer. And as I said before, I've, I've developed a passion. I've become and I continue to be a student of the industry. And it's something that when you compare what we do in the United States to some other countries, which I know has been a, something that's been in the news quite recently, it's also very fascinating. And I've had the a luxury of looking at some of those other countries and how healthcare works for them and compare that to what we do. And um, it's just a very fascinating industry. It's obviously, it's the biggest industry um, in the world. And so there's plenty of room for anyone who's got that kind of passion to spend a considerable amount of time in. So that's what inspires me. I think I'm, I'm I just really think that for the consumer themselves, it's um, it's complicated, and part of what I've always tried to do is to try to help sort of bridge that gap in complexity to the average individual who is consuming healthcare.
0: No, I love that, uh, Tom, and it's critical. And as we start to focus more around the consumer experience and and how we access healthcare as individuals, it's super critical, right? And mm-hmm. and it's those with depth of of expertise like yourself that that are are paving the way for actually a new future in how we access healthcare. So, you know, on that note, talk to us a little bit about how your company is offering uh, value to the healthcare ecosystem.
1: Yes, yeah, So as you mentioned at the beginning, Convey was founded in serving the Medicare markets. And so you know we began our operations in 2001, and at the time, we were focused around certain chronic conditions, um, the diabetes population. And through the years, the Medicare markets have progressively evolved. They have introduced, obviously, intense regulations and it's increasingly become more and more complicated. So the fundamentals of Convey is that we built or we provide purpose-built solutions into the Medicare markets, and that's unique. So I think one of the things that we try and do when working with our clients and their beneficiaries, members, consumers, whichever phrase you'd like to use, we bring a level of expertise and a level of capability that is specific to those Medicare, uh, to the Medicare markets, um, and that's it's hard because of those complicated regulations, because of the varieties of ways in which those consumers are looking at, you know, their insurance and, and their coverage, and this is a senior population, so we're dealing with seniors. They struggle, as anyone, to understand what benefits they have and so you know we have had through the years successfully built methodology and approach to bridging that difficulty or that challenge to those consumers and those seniors in helping them navigate you know their coverage and their insurance through medicare so for value for the markets it's specific to the medicare markets that that we bring to the table and of course convey itself we've progressively grown right so we have um, continue to be successful We've looked for and been lucky enough to find organizations that we've been able to acquire that have contributed to sort of this mission that we're on in serving the Medicare markets. And I think one of the things that we, again, bring to the table for those clients, those health plans and those consumers is that specific expertise that's unique. And and that's what, you know, that's what clients look for when they're looking for growing their business in Medicare. They look for those experts and, and ways in which we can help them, you know, navigate the markets.
0: Yeah. You know, it's critical expertise and, you know, there, there's so many things that come up with this segment. You know, it's, you mentioned it, right? Just staying mm-hmm. compliant with those key requirements, there's mm-hmm. CMS audits. There's a lot of things that come into place, social determinants of health. How do you guys position yourselves and, and what would you say you guys do better or different than what's out there?
1: Yeah. So talking about it specifically, we've got four different business units inside of the organization today. So when you break these down a little bit, we've got what we call advanced plan administration that provides administrative services and technology for a Medicare Advantage prescription drug, employer group waiver, which is a hugely complicated component to Medicare. And so we provide, you know, both the technology and what we call BPO or business process outsourcing services there for health plans. Um, There's a differentiator there. So the differentiator being that, again, we've built technology designed Mm -hmm. specifically to manage those regulations. And if you look at it from the, the build perspective, Saul, what we have done in the very beginnings of the organization is that we built this technology for our own internal use. So, we never intended to have this technology sort of sold independent to health insurance companies. We really built it for ourselves in becoming an outsourced organization to serve those health plans. Well, inherently, the stringent requirements of both the health plans and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, which governs the Medicare markets, have enabled us to continue to fine tune our technology and our services to become unique in what we do. So, we've got high levels of automation. High levels of efficiency within the technology that drives improved outcomes for those consumers that we're supporting that provides a better member experience. And so that's critical, right? So those are, that's the differentiator there. And another segment of our business is our supplemental benefits administration business. And, and this is something that's very exciting. This is a part of the Medicare markets that's growing rapidly. And what's happening is health plans are seeking to add um, supplemental benefits into their Medicare Advantage plans, which is um, you know something that CMS has promoted and, and allowed for years now. And this part of the, the business has grown dramatically because of the, the competitiveness of the Medicare Advantage markets. And um, with Medicare Advantage and with the growth of Medicare Advantage has inherently created the growth in supplemental benefits. We, Convey, are one of the few organizations that provides an end-to-end administration capability of one of the more popular supplemental benefits, which is over-the-counter benefits administration or over-the-counter products. And that's, that's significant. And so we, how do we do that? What do we do it differently? So again, we've got purpose-built technology. We've got a, an advocate call center that supports those members. It helps them navigate the hundreds of products that we offer to them and the, the plan, I should say, offers to them. And it does everything in a seamless fashion with, you know, with the the member, improving the member experience and, of course, um, reporting on it to both CMS and to the health plan. So that's number two. And then we've got two other areas. We've got our value-based and payment accuracy part of the business, which provides, I would say, a unique solution around analytics. And so we've used this now across our business to be able to surface really critical data about the behaviors of the members. You mentioned SDOH. Uh, social determinants of health; those are things that now are becoming much more apparent. You know, plans are are beginning to invest in looking at at these social determinants and understanding, you know, the behaviors of them and the conditions that they have and the costs of care and how to improve those experiences. So we've built, um, we've not built, but um, we've acquired an organization that we feel is a complete differentiator in what they provide. They have an ability to ingest data more rapidly and and from a variety of sources that are more broad than most organizations, and then they have been able to action that data, um, which is a struggle with analytics, right? You can expose some really cool, you know, data to a health plan or to, you know, to a potential client, But having it actionable is the struggle, right? What do you do with the data and how do you action it? And so they're very effective at that. And then our fourth component of our business units is our advisory group. And this is where the expertise comes in. And so we've acquired two organizations, the Gorman Health Group and the HealthScape Advisors. Both are leading organizations, um, respectively, both from a compliance from an operations and strategic standpoint in serving healthcare organizations. So we we're extremely fortunate to have them. And those are, I guess, those are a, a long ex- explanation to some of those differentiators.
0: Now, but you, you explained it so well, Tom, and you guys are a Medicare Advantage powerhouse. I mean, it's just awesome what you guys are doing and what it takes to run a successful Medicare Advantage plan is really, I mean, it requires that data. It requires that, that coordination, you know, how do you keep track of it? How do you keep track of these data that comes from everywhere to get those insights that you need to take the action to actually make it work? And then ultimately it's, you know, quality of care, you know? So you Mm -hmm. guys seem to be very focused on all of the right things. Mm -hmm. How has what you guys do improved outcomes or, or made business better?
1: Yep. And that's a an important part of what we've been doing over the past couple of years within specific segments. So going into going back to supplemental benefits specifically, again, think about it from the standpoint of, you know, members today will receive a catalog of products, over-the-counter products that are available to them. And there's just, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of these products. Some of these products, if they're used can help those members in a variety of ways. And so we've been able to look at clinically with certain conditions, with certain chronic conditions, how some of these products, if they're adhered to and used and utilized more, may prevent considerable, you know, outliers of care that, would occur for some of these particular members. We focused in on the diabetes population with a variety of products, and we've promoted those to those those populations and tried to emphasize and educate those members about using these over-the-counter products. And then we've got other conditions like COPD and, and individuals who have cardiac or, or heart-based uh, ailments to promote products to them as well. Now, what's really important about all of this is that we've looked at data. So we've been able to spend several years in analyzing data, not just our own data, but we've looked at organizations like the Consumer Products Health Group, which is a sort of a think tank um, in Washington, D.C., who've made statements to the effect more broadly, of course, not in the Medicare population, but across you know all populations. And they've said, you know, for Every dollar of OTC that's being spent, it's saved upwards of seven dollars in healthcare costs. And so we've taken that and we've kind of used that as a stick and a guide to help us begin to prove that out in the Medicare markets. And so um, the first step of that, of course, you know, it's very hard, obviously, to measure it. But the first step of that is to begin to educate these members about the over the counter products that are available to them tailoring that education to, to their conditions, and then talking about or talking with them about you know, how they're used, frequency of use, those kinds of things. And ultimately, we're beginning to look at ways to measure that. So you know, can we prevent ER visits if we can you know, promote certain products to certain populations, et cetera, et cetera? So those are things that we're studying very carefully with, within, within the business, and, and we promote out to the plans.
0: You know, that, Tom, that's so interesting. And I, I don't know, but I'm starting to see this this shift, right? And your organization uh, is a prime example of this where the consumer focus is the key and consumer engagement, finding those insights, right? When Amazon tells me that I could use this desktop monitor, like how mm-hmm. did they know <laughs> that I needed this? <laughs> I just bought it a week right. ago. <laughs> it's like, right. you know, it's these tweaks and these, these insights and, and ultimately, you know, these feed into what matters. I think a lot to, to these plans is, is these Medicare Advantage star ratings, right? So, Mm -hmm. and it makes a big difference, right? Four versus five, you know, talk to us about that and, and what you guys are doing to help in that department.
1: Yeah, that's, um, that's obviously critical to the health plans is their, is their performance and star ratings. And, you know, it, within our businesses, we touch certain, very certain elements of those star ratings. and They call them cut points, but certain cut points in the star ratings we touch. And there's a variety of others that we don't touch, we don't impact. And so the plan is, of course, responsible for that complete universe of those members. But one of the things that we touch, of course, is member experience. And so, Saul, one of the things that we do and we really focus considerable energy around is our net promoter scores. And Mm. so a lot of the health plans today, the national health plans, they, of course, are getting themselves, their their customer service centers and and others, they're getting scored and and they have net promoter scores on their performance. But they also turn the focus to someone like the vendors like us, and they give us net promoter scores. And they look at a variety of components. And of course, number experience is a big part of that. And so we've been very fortunate in having very, very high net promoter scores in comparison to our competition. And so we know that doesn't happen without the, the commitment of not just customer service areas that we serve, but also the entire organization as a whole in supporting, you know, the, the experience of the members. And that, that starts with things like, you know, we'll go out and as we build out these call centers and hire these advocates, you know, we have very regimented training programs that we have both standardized training programs then we customize these training programs on behalf of the health plan to understand the health plan's culture and their approach and their messaging and their scripts. And it's the detail of it is, is incredible, but the results are, they speak for themselves and, and we're extremely proud of that. So that's one of the things that I think sets us a little bit, makes us different and it also provides that benefit of gaining that just that incremental value to those star ratings that, that, that are so important to the health plan.
0: Yeah, you know uh, that's great, Tom. And, you know it's hard enough to run a business, and then when you get into a niche like Medicare Advantage, it's just that much more difficult. So why not just lean on an organization like Tom's to to help you do the work that you do so well, but in a, in a niche that you might not be as good at, and so convey. Health Solutions is truly, I mean, impressive work that, that you guys are up to. What would you say is one of the biggest setbacks you've experienced, Tom? I mean, you've been in this game a long time. What was the mm-hmm. key learning of that big setback?
1: Yeah, so, you know, what's interesting about it just broadly in terms of, of a setback, what you want to think about is the industry today, these, these health plan organizations, they are having the burden of, Went, especially the Medicare Advantage plans, of course, they have the burden of managing costs and rates and fees that they're getting uh, paid on behalf of CMS. Mm-hmm. And they have the, the costs and so on that, that we have in supporting them. The difficulty is that they have tried to sort of in the past, they've tried to band-aid things in order to cut costs. And so we've learned over the years and so I'm not giving one specific setback I'm just saying broadly the setback that I think is experienced is that when these organizations attempt to try to patchwork certain solutions they end up struggling dramatically and then you know they'll they'll hire someone like us to come in and try to pick up the pieces and a lot of times when we do that it's not something that happens overnight it takes years in some cases to overcome the behaviors of that health plan, to overcome the industry's, you know, perception of that, of that client of ours, et cetera. And so the setback, you know, just to talk about that, I mean, you know, we've done that repeatedly and it's been a challenge uh, to say the least. And um, we do have one client, I can't name the client. It's a, it's a national health plan that experienced a significant setback from CMS and they were sanctioned by CMS. And we were one of their main uh, vendors that supported a, a portion of their business. And we were able and uh, they kept us on board. It wasn't the, the setback wasn't caused by us, but it impacted us dramatically and impacted us from the standpoint of supporting you know, the, the volume of members that we originally had. But we we maintained that relationship and we committed ourselves to that client we suffered like they did through that relationship. And then on the back end, they have become a better organization. They've become far more successful and they've been willing to to share in that success with us. And so, you know, that that's something that we are sensitive to. We realize that, you know, a lot of these organizations haven't yet experienced what this organization had experienced, but we see what's happening and, and how it's occurring. And, you you know, you try and get them to trust you, but it's a challenge. It's difficult for them to see that the, potential risks are greater than they could imagine.
0: Now, that's a good call out. And and it's tough, right? I mean, when you're already in a tough sort of low margin crunch Mm -hmm. to make that investment, but ultimately it's the right thing. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I've found myself in those situations and I've opted for both sides and it just slaps you in the face when you make the wrong choice. And so these are the types of things that, that to your point, right, we got we to gotta be smart and investment now is, is going to pay off later. Right. So you've mentioned a lot of really neat things today, Tom. You, we've talked about OTC. We, we've talked about data analytics, the advisory. But, but what are you most excited about?
1: Well, I'm, I'm really excited about some of the innovations that we're embarking on today. I mean, we're looking at the behaviors of the member and how we can improve that experience as we, you know, go into some of the more advanced technologies. And so you talk about, you know, machine learning and artificial intelligence. I mean, those are very big words and they do a lot of things, but, you know, how do you really put something like that into play? And so we're we're investigating that. Um, We're looking at personal assistance so you, you have these things like the Google Home and Alexa and others you know wouldn't it be nice for a member to be at home and of course seniors are some kind sometimes they're challenged they're not mobile and so if they're in their house they could quickly you know use something like Alexa to request a product to request assistance if there's one of the supplemental benefits that could be provided is transportation or food benefits they could use some of these devices to request that. And of course, it has to be secure. There's PHI involved, those kinds of things. So we're looking at those things and how to make the members' experience simpler, easier, and ultimately accomplish the same thing that, that we're accomplishing today through, you know, through our call centers, or our advocates, and those kinds of things. So the innovations, the technology is certainly there. The innovations are, are fun and exciting. And, um, and I think that they're really going to make an impact you know, over probably the next, within the next five years.
0: That's interesting. And even like, I mean, I just had this picture of like if one of the members falls, right. I mean, can they trigger a call for response? Correct.
1: Right. Yeah. We're looking at, you know, we've got, of course, you know, there's all kinds of things related to our studies on, on fall prevention. And just like that, I mean, to your point, you know there's I think there's devices today, you know Fitbit and probably uh, i think the Apple Watch that has the ability to detect a fall, and so wouldn't it be nice for that to detect a fall and alert us so that we could contact help and get get help to that member and so those are things that, as a service we, we we're looking to provide
0: Well, you guys aren't only just doing the blocking and tackling well, you're thinking ahead and uh as we all well know, you know, if you don't innovate yourself out of your old business model, then somebody will probably come and do it to you. So kudos <laughs> to you. <laughs> um, Tom, this has been awesome. I, I've enjoyed our, our discussion today. If you had to leave us with the closing thought, what would that thought be? And then the second one here would be, where do we get in touch with you and your team if we want to learn more or get involved?
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. I think the, the closing thought would be that if there's um, anyone that's exploring or or involved with the Medicare Advantage markets or health, the healthcare markets in general, I think that they certainly would want someone like convey as their partner to to assist and provide the expertise as I mentioned uh, in today's call. Uh, contact us. Yeah. So um, again, our website, www.conveyhealthsolutions.com. Obviously, there's a, a, a ton of information there. There's an insights page there that has a lot of information and, and details there that I think you'd find valuable. And, and there's uh, certainly um, an email that you could contact us that you're, you're happy to contact my email or you could contact our marketing department. And, um, and that's marketing at conveyhs.com. Um, and my email, I can provide that to you, which is tpellegrin at conveyhs.com. So thanks again, Saul. So I appreciate it. It's been a great call today.
0: Yeah, no, I've enjoyed it too, Tom. And uh, just want to give you and your team major kudos for the work that you're doing to really improve the consumer experience, but also help the plants that are providing that experience to do a better job. And so appreciate the work you guys are up to. And we really thank you for sharing your insights today. a patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.